Happy fucking New Year. Yeah. I hope all of your dreams come true in 2020. Two. But at the very least. 2022. I did not just say 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I did not just fucking say 2020. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone. Happy I New hope, Year, you guys. I yeah, hope me it's... too. Wow, a million people tested positive today of COVID. Oh a million. A million. One million That's... today. So like our last episode prior to Christmas, we basically just talked about Omicron the entire time and how much we were dreading it. And so we were right to dread it. Did you get it? Nope, haven't gotten it yet. Me neither. Me neither. Knock on wood. Um, She's coming for us. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I was knocked on wood, too. I think so. I I feel like at this point (laughs) today, I'm like, oh, this is just inevitable. I feel like it's inevitable. I also feel like every time I have a headache, I'm like this is it. And then I'm like, then I take a test if I'm lucky enough to be able to get my hands on a test and it's been negative. And then I'm like, I was trying to explain to Casey that in Arizona where I was with my family over the holidays, like tests were flowing like water at the the drugstore. Wait, they were, it was flowing like, well, not water in the desert, but like it was definitely (laughs) There were so many tests. There were buy next tests. And I, Casey Abundant. and I actually got to see each other. Yes. Where just you had ex- you had some tests from Arizona mm-hmm. so that I could take a test because I couldn't get a test in Los Angeles. But I also had my Q machine <laughs> that yes. we've talked about before that I so love. One- that now I've been seeing more and more people posting about. Oh, really? Yeah. It's getting I've out been, there. It's getting it's out there. It's getting out there. I'm going to tell you guys, it, it ain't cheap. No. I don't want any it's text like, about how it's prohibitively expensive. I get it. It's like a membership kind of deal because I looked it up, of course, because after I you let me use it to take a PCR test because I couldn't get a PCR test here in Los Angeles. I looked it up and you have to pay, I think, for a year for a membership and you get like a certain amount of tests that you're able to do within the year. But like if there is like if there's like a... um an important event, say like a small family reunion or something, and you can afford it, it might be worth it. But I get, I get it. I get that, you know, tests are in high demand. I also get people not wanting to spend $30 every fucking time they want to do something to, and I get that some people don't have $30 to spend every time they want to take a test that is whatever, 84% accurate. So I'm at the point now where I'm like, every time I have a headache, I'm like, I should take a test or like, it's inevitable. I shouldn't even bother finding out. I should just like stay in my house. And I'm also at the point where when I test negative, I'm like, maybe I don't have Omicron. Maybe I have like the next variant that nobody knows about yet. No, somebody just said today. I, I heard someone say they just talked about a new variant on the news that they think they've discovered. And I also have seen people talking about Florona, which is flu and Corona at the same time. 
Real talk, I forgot to get a flu shot this year. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's never too That's late. That's not great. I get a flu shot every time I go into a pharmacy, which makes it sound like I'm getting one every few days. And it's really that I don't go into pharmacies very often. But I'm like, if I'm in a pharmacy and that pharmacy doesn't, it's not jumping, I will ask for whatever vaccines I can now at this well, point. Well, listen, flights have been canceled. People have been stranded. People have been stranded in foreign countries because they've tested positive. Have you so been wherever reading? you guys are... What? Have you been reading about Virginia, the highway in Virginia? No, I this haven't. Is, oh, okay. So I don't know what will have happened by... Tomorrow? Wednesday? Tomorrow, but we're recording this on Tuesday. Oh, but This over, is Tuesday. I forgot. Yeah. But overnight, last night, people, including Senator Tim Kaine, were stranded on the highway for like 19 hours. What? Because of snow and accidents. Oh, no. I got at, logged out of Twitter. Oh, my God. Best thing that could ever happen to you. Well, yeah. And, you know, you know me and passwords. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Not a chance. Actually, got a really funny. I got a funny text from Ray because I was like, I need to do. I want to do like this. Whatever. It doesn't even matter. I wanted him to order a thing for me online. Sure. Um, and he was like, OK, great. It looks like you already have an account. Do you know the password? And I just texted back. I was on the plane. And I just texted back, Raymond, what do you think? Do you think I know the fucking password? And he's like, no. I don't know why I asked. I'm sorry. I have No, just, I don't know my passwords. Whenever I want to do anything online, I just build in the extra time to um, set a new password. I build in the extra time to say I don't, I forgot my password to get the email, click the link, reset the password. And that's my password for that time using it. And then I'll just get a new one next time. Well, I had gone to Palm Springs for a little R&R. Yes. Where I got to see a few friends. Yes. Um, sans children yes. after Christmas. And on my way to the airport Sunday morning at like literally 5 a.m., I was like, wait, why is it saying that my flight is not at 6.45 and it's at 1.35 p.m. because my flight had been canceled and I didn't check because I'm not savvy were, like that? I don't know. I didn't. You I were just that unplugged. You were that. Like, I was just very. There was vibing. no TV. I yeah. was painting. Casey. Yes. I tried to paint last night. Guess what? Not the same. You can't do it. Can't paint in no. New York City. No. Also, like, my children were screaming at me. There was like TV was on. I was like, ugh, this sucks. My painting career yeah. has ended. It just has to be something I'm going to have to do once a year yeah. <laughs> in the it'll desert. Take you, it'll take you a while to get good at it, just doing it once a year. But worth it. It's worth it. I mean, I, saw I really enjoyed it. I really yeah. liked my paintings. Do you, I know we've talked about this before, but like... When I would go visit Joan Rivers in her home, she had a beautiful large bathroom in her townhouse in New York City. And I would go sit on the edge of the tub while she painted and we would chat. She would do like oil paintings. She painted while she was in the tub? No, 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 no. I would sit on the edge of the tub. She would just have like an easel set up in her bathroom. because In her bathroom? Light. Yeah, the light the best in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Light. Well, that's light. another thing. Yeah. I'm in, still in a shitty fucking rental apartment that <laughs> I can't wait to get out of. And 
There, the it's, light here sucks so yeah. bad in this yeah, place. It so is there's going to be dark. some dark paintings if I ever finish this one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to log back into Twitter right now, just like on a lark. Oh, well, that's terrible. I hope everybody was okay. And um, nobody was, it was like really, oh God. I hope so too. <sighs> I saw Tim Kane said that some people, I think from Florida were passing out oranges. I Aww. saw that. That was heartwarming. A lot of people were giving wise mm. advice about how to survive on the road and to like, look for truckers, which, you know, that's, that's not always uh, a tip that you would know, I guess, when you Wait, embark. what do you mean you look for truckers? People were mean? saying look for truckers because they might have some of the things that you need. If you need someone that needs food, they carry food in their trucks and, you know, they might have extra supplies or first aid oh, supplies. That's a good idea. they're on the road constantly. That's mm-hmm. not something that I would have thought of. And mm-hmm. then, you know, and then my mind always goes to, like somebody did, I was reading a thread of someone that was like going hour by hour and he was saying, it looks like we're stuck here for the night. Do I try to sleep or is it not good to sleep? Should I leave my car on? On or should I turn it off? It's 27 degrees. And I was just like, oh my God, this is like, this is the the start of a horror movie. I won't be what able did to they sleep. Do? What did that person do? People said that, you know, you should generally try to conserve your resources, but you shouldn't let yourself freeze to death and you can run your car to run the heat a little bit, but definitely make sure that like you're in an open area where the exhaust can escape because, mm-hmm. you know, right, right, carbon, right. carbon monoxide, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's just an overall nightmare scenario for those poor people stuck on the highway. What's the longest you've ever been stuck on a highway somewhere? Oh, I don't know. That's a great question. Like mm-hmm. in traffic? Yeah. I mean, I've lived in L- I lived in LA for... <sighs> one million years so i was stuck in bad traffic a lot yeah you know yeah um i'm trying to think i don't know sometimes like when i used to live on the other side of the west of the 405 if you had to get east of the 405 at a certain hour in the day you could be in traffic for a minute like yeah. a real long fucking time. And it yeah. was not pleasant. And yeah. I was always like really good at um shortcuts. Yeah. Before ways. Oh. Before ways. Before ways. Yeah. Um, I might have I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast before, but whatever. Whatever. Um I-95 in Connecticut would get stopped up a lot for construction. If an accident occurred, they would tend to like shut down. When I used to come home from work at like midnight from Watch What Happens Live, they'd send me home in a car just because there weren't like trains home at Mm -hmm. that point. And uh, very often just stuck for like a good hour to two hours sometimes on a like one hour trip home. But one time... um, I was at a party in the city and uh, Michael Ian Black 
performer, comedian, Michael yes, Ian Black, uh-huh. was like, uh, was there. And uh-huh. I'd never met him in person, but we had chatted on Twitter, like, pretty much daily for years. And so, and I had avoided meeting him in the past because I can be a little shy around people that I know, but don't know. And, um, so he came up behind me at this party and he was like, I know this is weird, but you just have to turn around and say hi. And then we'll have met in real life and then it won't be weird anymore. And I was like, okay, great. Um, so we did. And then at the end of the night, I was trying to order a car to take me and my husband home. And he was like, Hey, you live near me. Why don't I just drive you guys home? Like your, your home is on the way to my home. And we, which was so nice. It was so nice. And, uh, it was delightful, but we got stuck in traffic for, I'm not even joking, three hours. And I felt so bad for him because I just was like, he was trying to do this nice thing that should have taken one hour and it would have been so pleasant just to chit chat for one hour. But when you start to get onto hour three with someone that you never hung out with before in your life, in your tiny little sporty car, it was a lot. I felt bad. (laughs) And I wanted to be, but there's nothing you can do. I wanted to be like- Feels like the beginning of a romantic comedy, if you ask me. Oh, I mean, a a very modern romantic comedy, my husband, Michael, and me, you know. Very modern. (laughs) Very modern. But I felt so bad for him. And then I was just like, I don't know. I mean. He's fine. Yeah, it's it's ultimately it was fine and it didn't seem to harm our um, parasocial relationship in any way. But it did make me think that, you know, if anyone ever offers you a one hour ride home, do remember it could turn into three plus hours. Think about Gilligan's Island. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're just trying to use some fucking coconuts to get the fuck out of there. And you that's can't. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm going to the doctor. Ooh, it's 2.22 right now. I'm going to the doctor later. For sinus follow-up? Yeah. And I'll see what's going on with the uh, neck things or whatever. Remember? He was like, you're swollen. Yes. Yeah. It's never ending. It's never ending. And we'll see if I go back to work this week. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Have you like touched base with anyone from work at all or did you just turn it all off for the break? Well, the girls and I uh, have a text chain thing. So yeah, we talked a a bit um, over the break and it was Renee's birthday yesterday, which is very exciting. And also I need to go buy her a gift before Friday, before I see her on Friday. So Uh, that's something I need to do. Yeah, I saw on Instagram, she looked like she had a fun... Uh, New Year's celebration you know with what? her family. She just lives the best life. I love yeah. Renee. She's yeah. just living it. I love her so much. She's so like, guys, did you listen to the episode where Renee Elise Goldsberry was our guest? She was brilliant. If not, it's worth going back. I'm just going to say it. Don't have to listen to all, the whole thing, but just skip to that the interview with, with Renee. It's so with- good. Yeah. We should do that. We should do a best of. A best of? Yeah, we should do a clip show. (laughs) (laughs) We should have done a fucking clip show for New Year's Eve. We should have done a clip show. Or for New Year's show. When Casey and I saw each other, just full disclosure, I was like, bring your recording equipment. Maybe we can like do a little short New Year's bonus podcast. But then we didn't. 
We didn't because we just hung out, and which I kind of it appreciated nice. because I was like, we're just being in the moment and we haven't seen each other in a long time. And um, but that is also fuller disclosure, um, why I think we it took us so fucking long to get started this morning. Cause I think when I tried to plug the stuff back into my computer, because I always have it plugged into my computer and I never move it. My computer was like, I don't wanna. I just not ready. I'm still on break. <laughs> Which I can identify with. I, yeah. I you know. AG. AG1. Everybody loves AG1. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, guys, our next partner that we're talking about has a product that Casey and I use literally every day. Casey started uh, t- using Athletic Greens AG1. Because why, Case? Just because I used to be on a regimen of taking so many vitamins and minerals. My doctor recommended it. And I was like, I'm spending half of my day just opening and closing these bottles. And then when AG1 came along, they sent us some of their product to try because they were going to advertise on the podcast. I took a look at it myself because, you know, I love science and I love reading labels. And I was like, this is everything I'm taking just in one scoop. I just have to scoop it. That's it. One scoop, one package. And and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And that is like in one delicious scoop. You know why I started taking Athletic Greens? Why did you start taking it? It tastes really good. <laughs> it does, <laughs> it does taste good. So, so I just put it in my smoothie and it tastes really good. And then... Also, I get all of the other benefits, including, you know, I struggle with digestion stuff. Yes, and it has. Yeah. I really, it's really important for me to remember probiotics and sometimes taking those pills. Again, difficult to remember for me, but AG1 in my smoothie, it's a real chef's kiss because I get it all. And um, I do love that if you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it, you, it works for you. Um, okay, guys. Right now, we want you to try it too. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially as we're heading into the uh, flu. And we've been in the flu season, guys. Let's be yeah. real. Cool. Um, yeah. You know, it's just one scoop in a cup of water or in your smoothie every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you, our wonderful listeners, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. I mean, are we traveling anywhere? Well, maybe. (laughs) With your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash busy. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash busy busy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You know what I was just thinking, Casey? What? Well, first of all, I was thinking, um, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? It makes me And if that's bad enough, each bottle can be made of more than 90% water. That's essentially what we would call a lose-lose situation for the planet. It really is. Stop wasting water and throwing out more and more plastic. Get Blue Land's 
revolutionary refill cleaning system instead. But do you know what else I was thinking? What? I need to remember to go get my little blue land tablet from the pantry and refill my hand soap, my glass, beautiful Instagramable hand soap dispenser in my bathroom because I just had a, my last little poof squirt out same, when I washed my hands. Same. And it's, it's time to refill. It's time to refill. It's time to get my little tiny tablet. <laughs> And put it in that beautiful little glass jar and fill it with water and then boom, wash the, my hands. Yeah, boom. There's your hand soap. We're all washing That's our my hand hands soap. a ton. And for me, like, I love the earth. I love you, earth. And I love uh, the earth. We love you. Earth, we love you. Hey, earth. <laughs> earth. Congratulations, babe. We love you. We love you. And I love Blue Land's mission, but also I love my own mission of not hauling really heavy containers and jugs of soaps and cleaners back and forth from the store. So being able to just like pop a little teeny tablet into a gorgeous reusable bottle, shake it up and have this hand soap that smells so good um, and works so well. And works. So I need to say this because I just know how like people in my own extended family are, yeah, you know? And I think that they think that if it doesn't have like a big label that is easily recognizable be- or a cartoon attached, <laughs> that it's not going to work. And the truth is, these cleaning products, I, I guarantee you, it is just as clean as any product with a talking animal or... <laughs> <laughs> some sort of, you know, huge recognizable celebrity attached. It's chic. It's effective. It, they have amazing scents like iris, agave, perine, lemon, lavender, eucalyptus. All of those things are like, you know, they're pretty, pretty sweet. <laughs> they are pretty sweet. Also sweet, the deal. Okay, guys, right now you can get 20% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash best. That's 20% off your first order of any Blue Land products at blueland.com slash best. Blueland.com slash best. Have you been working? Have you been, what have you been doing? Oh, Are you still I did, easing back in? No. I did meet a deadline for an essay that I wrote for a book. The, a Great. compilation like book that I had agreed to participate in and was due, I think, November 1st, my essay. Okay. But I did, did turn it. it in yesterday. Yeah. That's two months after the quote deadline. But guys, like I said to them when they gave me that deadline, you will get it in 2022. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the essay is pretty good. Talks a lot about. It's it's a food based book that Zasha Mamet is compiling. Oh, interesting. Okay, it is interesting, and she had reached out to me because we have the mutual friend Eric Gurian, you know. Yes, yes. Um, and asked if I wanted to, like, kind of, you know, she sent me what the idea of the book is and all this stuff, and was like, "Would you like to write something, an essay for it?" And I was like, "Well, yes, I would." 
when is your deadline? And that's when she said November 1st. And I was like, that's never going to happen for me. (laughs) Mind you, I think this was like May of last year. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, that's, but I'm a goldfish. We know this. Yeah. If you give me too much space, I will grow and inhabit the space. Yes. Yes. And you'll have to move me to a bigger tank. (laughs) And then that takes time to find a bigger tank. Sometimes it does. Get your stuff moving. And also writing deadlines, I feel like, are the deadline to begin the writing. Like, your due date for a writing assignment is, like, best case scenario, the day after you started it. Agreed. It's just the way that it is. And, like, a lot of writing takes place in the mind. Correct. I think you're, like, rolling it around. And so sometimes you're really ready just to like let it all spill out and you can get it in a couple days late and that's a real win. But sometimes, no. No. Sometimes it really is just the beginning of the process because, well, it's weird because like things like that and maybe this is something that you listening can relate to too. When someone asks you to participate in something that's like not part of your daily life, it's special, it's outside of like your work schedule and Mm -hmm. the things that you do with your family and things that you do routinely, sometimes it's not just hard to find the time to do the actual thing but it's hard to find the time to get your mind into the space where you're thinking about doing the actual thing and there those are the times when I really notice there really are just 24 hours in a day and sometimes like in order to write something like that I have to stare at the wall or go for a drive or something and you never know what it's going to be for me. I never know what it's going to be. And some people who write, you know, that's what they do and they're just on fire to write and very passionate about it. They can just do that because they're always warmed up and they're always in that headspace and they can just Mm -hmm. like pop off at any second. But it's not like that for all writers. Some writers like move in and out of that mental space. Yeah. I also just abhor, abhor, abhor when I hear like writing Twitter and some writing somebody on writing Twitter like write every day dee, 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 dee. I'm just like guys okay but also <laughs> like no that doesn't that's not I mean that's just what you do that is your yeah. that is your process that may yeah. not be my process in fact it is definitely not I have tried it yeah it's does not work for me, does not get the juices flowing. (laughs) And also it's like, it feels like a waste of time because if all the other stuff, like I have so many other things that I'm doing or that need to be done or that are on the to-do list. So it's like spending time every day writing something that like all is going to get thrown out because it sucks when I could just like sort of wait ruminate, figure it out in my head. Like you said, talk about it. You know, I do so much that my teacher at Hoffman was Drew. What's up, Drew? Was saying, (laughs) you know, had said to me, like, you do so much process by talking. And I'm like, yeah, a hundred percent. And like, that was, that was not untrue about this writing assignment. Um, But that sounds fun. That sounds like a good... I did one like food essay one time for like... uh, Was it like a recipe included? I know that sounds weird, but... No. 
one time I participated in an anthology that was like a story plus the recipe about right. the food that you were talking about. Yeah. No, this was more, this is like, I don't, I don't know. I'll be curious to see, <laughs> to see what other people's stories are about. I don't know. Mine is uh, just, you know, about food. I don't okay. know how to, it's, there's no recipe. Is I mentioned about, food. Is in it about it. nachos? Nachos are mentioned. There are nachos that are mentioned. Okay. All right. Interesting. It's, it, I like, I mean, I like that. I think I like the essay. I think I like it. I'll send it to you. You can read it oh, and good. then we'll, okay. you can give me your feedback. It hasn't really been, maybe you should edit it for me too. Cause I don't know who their editor is. <laughs> okay. I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten edits back yet. So we'll see. Maybe I'm I'll, sure, maybe I'll I'm get sh- the edits back and be like, Oh no. I'm sure the notes will be great because you're a very good writer. I was just thinking about how like recently you were like, I think I'm going to write another book. And then you were like, I've been thinking about it and I don't need to write another book. But I was just, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny. Cause I, I also, I don't hate when people say, Oh, you should write a book. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess, but also like I should just write a journal is maybe what it should be because like people just don't, care about books that much unless you know what I mean like anyway I was reading another memoir and it's good it's it's perfectly fine but then I was just thinking about your memoir and like how much life and how fun it was to read it and what a pleasure it was and you know no shade to this other unnamed memoir but it just made me think of how much I liked yours and what a good writer you are and thank you how I was just like, I mean, I don't think we've ever talked about this on the, you've like ghost written for some celeb memoirs, which is yes. also its own beast. Um, but like, I was just bummed from the onset that it was going to be a celebrity memoir. I get like, that. I just didn't want it to be that. Yeah. I wanted it to be a book. A book, yeah. Of essays. I get that. And about that people, things that have, like, about my life. Yeah. Cause, and your life just happens to be this life. Right. And you knew that people were going to, like, take little details and run with those and make headlines of those things. And you probably yes. just wanted people to, to, to think about the stories. And to think about, like, I don't know, you know, thematically, even though the book came out literally like right around the me too movement isn't it or did, was it was it after i can't remember i can never remember what was happening i mean culturally in anyone's timeline yeah i don't know that me too had like an official start date well not uh, uh, yes it got not, rolling not but i'm sure Tirana, not like the yeah. first time Tirana like yeah burke you know coined the phrase right right um, um i just mean like when the when the movement like got I actually think oh yeah October 2017 so it was like a year later right yeah a year after it because my book came out in 2018 yeah Yeah. right but I feel like that was it but it was like you know in the zeitgeist obviously because of Donald Trump's election and stuff that I feel like a lot of women our generation were in a moment where they were reevaluating things that they had sort of just accepted as the way things were. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and had come to a, pl- a point of like, oh, wait, huh? Maybe, yeah. maybe the fuck not. 
you know? And like, so my thesis or like sort of my overarching thematics of the book, like when I started writing it in 2016, which seems so crazy. That was so long ago. So long ago. Um, was just, you know, what it, what my experience as a woman in this time, a white woman in this yeah. time, was culturally what, in yeah. this place and then in Hollywood and what it was like for me. For you and for you only. Only But me. also not. <laughs> I find myself well, saying also- similar thing to that so much. Like whenever I'm speaking, I'm speaking only for myself and my experience. And like if you, if it doesn't cover everyone it's because I'm only speaking for and as myself. But also, I hope you relate to it, but not everyone will relate to it. And that's okay. I'm I'm still allowed to say things for and about myself. But also, where who was I? I can't remember. What was I just listening to or watching or something? What the fuck? My brain is... I don't even understand anymore. But I was having a conversation and or listening to a podcast and or, but that's probably not true because, you know, I don't really listen to podcasts. You don't listen to podcasts. Or it was on this podcast. (laughs) I don't remember. Which you don't listen to. (laughs) Which I also don't listen to. But where the conversation was about the more like specificity of experience makes it more universally relatable. Yeah. And like, I think that was here. We were talking maybe to Gloria. Oh, maybe, maybe, or maybe we're just, who knows? Somebody asked me on somebody DM'd the show's Instagram recently saying like, what's the story behind this? And I said, we said it on the podcast because it was like something that we keep referencing or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I was like, we said it on the podcast. That's where the reference to it came from. And they were like, Oh, which episode? And I was like, girl, I don't know. (laughs) No fucking idea. No, I, there's no way to really know. And I said it with love, but yeah, there's just no, there's no way way to know baby to know who was talking. (laughs) <laughs> there's no way to know my babies <laughs> there was no way to know um how we were talking about the more specific you are the more it's relatable to or maybe oh, maybe we were just wait. talking in no it was we talked about it at when i saw person. you <laughs> <laughs> my god this is so dumb we both because we were talking just... about wait because we were talking about my thirst trap photo yeah. that I posted yes. and that my mom texted me that text my mom sent me that was like busy there's a lump on your armpit and by the way guys there's not it's fat and also the way that my arm was positioned and also the shadow the light like there's a lot of things it actually isn't a lump it's not a lipoma because Emily Beebe ha- actually has a lipoma on her shoulder. You know? I know, Which, she showed and, like, me at Thanksgiving. It's pretty sizable. So, like, I, I knew what my mom was talking about, but I'm like, I don't have a lipoma. But the amount of people, first of all, I think there were, like, I think it literally got picked up in, like, uh, some <laughs> celebrity rags. Like, my mom's oh my God. text to me, you know, where she's like, busy, just please get it checked out. Busy, busy. Okay, fine. I just, you know. <laughs> And I'm like, mom, can you just like appreciate that I was just like trying to be kind of hot for a second, you know, whatever. 
And <sighs> so many people reached out and DM'd me about that, about me posting my mom's text <laughs> to me saying like, oh my God, this is exactly my mother. And it was like right. men, women, every gender, like people were just like, Yes. So <laughs> relatable. And I was like, this is so funny because I feel like it's very specific to me posting a like kind of sexy picture and my mom telling me I have some lump that needs to get checked out. Oh, my God. But it's, the specificity it's... Of, of one's experience. I was just trying to look up what I think that armpit fat has like a cute name that it like used to be called. It's scientifically called axillary fat. Um, but I think it Wait, also... Ha- aren't those little animals that are on Roblox axolotls? Axolotls? <laughs> Wait, I know do you know that, what an axolotl is, is? Yes, it's a very cute, like, little lizardy guy. Uh-huh. Um, yes, I know. I don't know. But, but also armpit fat, I think, used to have, like, a colloquial name that people called it. Like, something like angels... I don't even know. But not angels wings, but, you know, I'm just saying. I don't like that. Something I'm gonna cute say it. like that. I don't like Some- angels wings. <laughs> not, not, I'm not a fan front, of that. Front wings. <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> but um yeah everybody everybody has it if you don't like if you don't have a little armpit fat what is even happening i mean i've gone through periods of time in my life where i haven't where but you, you haven't know what? had it those times of those times have passed me by and they're i don't know if they will ever return and that's okay too well, what is, I mean, you know, to talk about Gloria Calderon Kellett and her reframing, that having a little armpit fat means abundance. It means you have abundant hmm. flesh that is not all going to fit in your armpit or bra. And there it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sure, I, I'm sure there are blogs devoted to worshiping it. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, probably. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's on probably front frontwings.org. <laughs> frontwings.org. That is Just, a horrifying idea. <laughs> Please don't let's not Google. Don't go um, there. Don't look at it. Well, yeah. I mean, did you have a nice Christmas? Did you get all the things you wanted? Did Santa bring you good stuff? <laughs> I didn't really want for anything, but mm. Here's a good tip. Hmm. If you have a podcast that mm-hmm. at least one of your kids and your family mm-hmm. members listen to, mm-hmm. definitely do say that you wish for root beer on the podcast because I did get some root beer from my son Eli. Oh which, right. Uh he because he heard he listened to the podcast in a timely manner. Um also, I don't well. I didn't ask him if I could talk about this, but I don't think he'll mind. My husband got a massage table and um, learned like learned how to do massages, and so that was his gift to me. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, did he? He took like lessons. I don't know if he like. I don't. I didn't ask too many questions about it. I was kind of like giggly about it, but I uh-huh, didn't want to uh-huh. be like disrespectful to his idea. And I should just say that I just. I don't get massages. I've only had like one or two in my whole life and I've been incredibly uncomfortable like 
letting a stranger touch me. I'm Mm -hmm. super not into it. It's not my thing. And so recently he was like rubbing my shoulders and he was like, oh my God, you have like so many knots in your shoulders. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's, they're going to just stay there because I'm not, you know, I'm not a massage uh, appointment type of girl. So Mm -hmm. I guess he just figured like the person that I would feel comfortable touching me is him and so yeah so he got a massage table and um and like studied massage in some way and so uh that was his gift and it is kind of funny because our house is so tiny that it's impossible to walk around the table without crashing into 50 things but wait it doesn't fold up it does fold up, but like once you spread it out, like there's it, here's the choices. It could go in our living room, which has the most wide open space, uh-huh. but then like our kids will be walking around watching mom get a massage. Nobody wants that. I mean, um, I'm pretty sure they don't. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. They've seen enough. We all know that. And so in my office, there's not really like room enough for the table. So, but in our bedroom, it can technically fit there, but to like walk around it means that you're 100% going to like hit your shin on a nightstand and walk into a lamp and definitely trip on the corner of the bed. But anyway, he made it work. It was not, not relaxing. And I listened, I made, I found a playlist of music that is for, 132 megahertz, mm-hmm. which some people believe is like attuned to the earth. What? And what is it? It's a tuning, you know, there's like tuning forks. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a key that it's tuned to. And some people say that that has like the, um the vibe, it's the same as the vibration of the earth. So I found um a playlist that I'm sorry, it's 432 hertz music. I found a playlist that was like popular music that was all tuned to 432 hertz. That's amazing and really weird. (laughs) It's so weird, but it was, I I can't disagree that it was relaxing, but I don't know. Like, it's always interesting to me that like people that are opposed to massages or massages make you feel uncomfortable or whatever. Yeah. I love massages and I love facials. Do you ever get facials? Um, I have, but not a lot. I've gotten like a, like a laser thing once or twice. Not a feel good facial. Yeah. To like laser something off. But by the way, guys, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a hot tip out there to those of you listening. Cause people do comment on my skin. Yeah. They do. Skin. I've got good skin. I drink a lot of water. I have good genetic skin. Skin yeah. genetics, probably, whatever. <laughs> I use sunscreen. But also, I will say this. Don't get hot facials. Get cold facials, oh, guys. Cold facials. Don't do hot facials. Don't have people steam your fucking face. It's not good for you. You're like, I need my pores to open. You don't. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. You need a cold a facial. Pores are need, a scam, everyone. You need cold facials. Stick your face in ice. Everybody's so worried about what needs to happen with their pores. And it's just kind of like pores just are. They just but exist. There's no not one's going to make them bigger or smaller, but, th- but there's heat not on lot. your face yeah, it's not. isn't great. You need it. Yeah. You need cold on your face, not heat. Anyway, that's a sidebar. My point is about massages. So <laughs> have I ever, have I told this story about, I don't know, being like having like a really horrible massage experience when I was in my twenties at a 
I don't think you have. I was never like, even though, you know, if you've read the book, you know that I like have my own sort of, I, I'm, sort of, I have my own sexual trauma yes. from my teen years. And um, I was about to say, as do most women who came of age in the 90s um, and before, and maybe just all women, just period. But yeah, maybe it's changing. not wrong. Yeah. Um, but so... But I had never, you know, my mom would get facials. My mom liked a spa day. Yeah. I have very early memories about like sitting in the corner of the room while my mom's getting a facial, reading a babysitter's club book, <laughs> like with a little light that the facialist had given me. Do you know oh what I mean? Gosh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, guys, pre phones, pre everything. So, um, so I've like, like that it's always been in my head. Like that's, it's a nice like treat for yourself. And I would get facials starting when I was pretty young. Cause I went to, you know, I was on TV and then went to a dermatologist that had like a facialist in the office. And they were like, if you're wearing this much makeup and the lights and you're 19, 20 years old, like you should be getting your face cleaned professionally right. basically right and and with massages I never cared particularly if it was a guy a, like a man or a woman but then when I was like 25 or 26 maybe 26 I think I was in a city filming and I got a massage and the guy was like I was just getting this weird vibe from him and then he was going in my like upper thigh and I was like, Ooh, that's very close. It's very close, very, very close to my, oh, his hand's inside my labia. Oh, like my his God. whole, like the side of his hand, you know, like up in my yeah. junk. And I did the true fucking thing that I literally did to excuse away sexual assault when I was a teenager, which I was like, I'm sure that was like, he, he, he must be so embarrassed. Like that was not intentional like you know what I yeah. just like explained yeah, it, it away be, in yeah. my head instead yeah. of being like whoa dude what the fuck you right. know like yeah. I just froze I literally yeah. froze and was like oh that must have been a mistake he must be so embarrassed that was weird but I, whatever froze and then I and I was just like kind of stiffened up or whatever yeah. and then fully other side did the same thing and I didn't say anything and I left and I didn't say anything and then I have, was dating Mark at the time. We were like kind of newly dating. Yeah. And I was in a different city and I called him and he was like, what, you know, what? I was like, oh, well, I went to the spa here and, you know, like this thing happened. It was so weird. I don't know how I feel about it, but also must have just been a mistake. And he was like, um, that sounds not okay. And I was, I was like, yeah, I guess you know, like it was just yeah. hard for me to put it all together. And even still, yeah. I'm like, huh? I don't get it. What huh? What happened? You know what I mean? Right. But all of this to say that the way that I, I was like, I'm just never going to kind of deal with it. I just didn't yeah. kind of deal with it for a long time. And, and I decided like, oh, I'll still get massages, but I'll just only have female therapists right yeah yeah and that was just how I have been for the last yeah. however many years so I'm in this spa in uh like the desert you know yeah 
And I did, I like wanted a massage and I booked it at the place and I didn't even think about, I always say it. I didn't even think about it. And this guy comes out and I was like freaking out a little bit like, yeah. oh no, better not be for me. Yeah. And my friend was like, BB was like, um, well, just like tell them that you had an experience and that it's, you know, this is like an op- maybe this is an opportunity. Yeah. Maybe see this as an opportunity, you know, to voice your discomfort and your like and just assert your own autonomy and like that this you know what I mean yeah in and I was like fuck okay I can do it and he was like a very very nice seeming guy you know yeah and like went into the little massage room and he was like, okay, so this da 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 da. And I was like, mm-hmm, great. So listen, you seem cool. I'm just going to say to you this and like fully was like, I had this experience when I was 26 years old. I'm 42. I have not had a male ther- like massage therapist since. Um, I feel very nervous about this, but I'm like actually willing to see if this is okay for me. But if it's not, I just want you to know it's about like my experience and my comfort level and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like I just like laid it all out and he just had like a very calm presence. And he was like, I'm so sorry that happened to you, which by the way, anytime someone shares something with you and your first response is, I'm so sorry that happened to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think I learned that from you actually. Really? I think so. I don't know. I think Maybe. I learned it by watching you <laughs> with other people, <laughs> but like not to gloss over the thing that the person just revealed to you is, is like important, I think. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And a lot of people do. Yeah. You've passed like a traumatic reveal like quickly because it's uncomfortable and they want to like get on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so he's like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Uh, we'll just, you know, this is just like a traditional massage. I'll like be very, I'm, I'm obviously now going to be very aware of your comfort. I mean, I always, I would be anyway or whatever. Right. And he's like, but like, okay, like I, you know, that's fine. Or, you know, whatever. He just like acknowledged it and was like made, you know, tried, reassured me. And he was like, I'll, ch- I'll check in with you and make sure that everything's going okay. And I was like, okay, great. So anyway... It was a great massage. <laughs> That's good. And I'm proud of yeah. you that like you that you said your thing. Yeah, I'm definitely not there yet. And which is, you know, it's it's fine. Like you don't it's nice to get a massage. That's a great thing. And I think there are like tons of benefits to it, which I think is probably what my husband was thinking. Like there are health benefits to like being touched or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm not like I don't love being touched so um in all case not in all cases but but in in enough cases but um yeah it's really interesting and it's very it's very good I think that you could say something and I think it's really cool that my husband was like oh this bitch is never gonna get a massage and like he knew that I did I ever tell you about like the first time that I took CBD like I was having a hard time sleeping and um 
my schedule was just nuts. And I was like, I need the sleep that I'm going to get like when I can get it. So I think I like illegally ordered, thank God it wasn't a scam that time. I illegally ordered like CBD to be delivered to Connecticut before it was legal. (laughs) And I took like little (laughs) CBD drops to like help me sleep. I slept whatever. I don't know how much it helped me sleep. And I don't, I'm not trying to like make any medical claims about CBD. But the next day I got out of bed and like literally everything on my skeleton that could pop popped all at the same time. And Matt was like, oh my God, was that your whole body? And I just was like, yeah. And he was like, that's how tense you are walking around this earth. Like you're braced for impact 24 seven. And that like little two drops of CBD, like chilled you out enough that your entire skeleton just popped like fireworks. It was but insane. That's like, I mean, the tension that people hold, like you see yes. it, you know, yes. and like it is, it's definitely, I think, mas- I think massages are great for many reasons. I think they are too. I think body work is great. But I also obviously fully understand some people's comfort levels vary with, but I would say like, I don't know. That's why I think facials are like a real good way to get into having somebody touch you. Maybe not during Omicron fucking COVID situations, but I don't know. Maybe what's your, is that your new year's resolution (laughs) to get be touched more? (laughs) Um, I don't, I didn't really make, I mean, maybe we'll see. We'll see how much my husband who works very hard all week has the energy to then spend time on his feet even more, um, giving me back rubs. Like I'm the fucking queen of the universe. Like I'm a princess. Um, but, uh, I'm willing to accept them as much as he's willing to give them. I don't know. I haven't really made resolutions because I feel like it's, I'm just like setting myself up to fail, but it's January 4th. And I feel like I've already done some things that I'm proud of, which is like, I've tried to read a little more instead of just mindlessly scrolling on my phone. Well, I have to say that the painting for me really helped not mindless scroll. Yeah, I think that's I was so, just like doing something. It's and so brilliant. Yeah. yeah it was kind of fun. Do too. something. I mean, I liked it, obviously. Trying Wait, to Casey, get a little organized. Going to put some of my clothes on Poshmark. I'm going to do that <gasps> today. Ooh. Wait, I never told everybody how much money I made at the Poshmark sale because other things happened and I don't know fucking life. But I made enough money to do two to make a donation to the Hoffman Institute for two full scholarships. Oh, that's amazing. I know, which is exciting. Thank you. I'm going to keep the money from my Poshmark That's sale. also <laughs> totally okay. I have I no mean, issues with that. That is gonna... what... I think that, that Poshmark is great for that reason, like especially if you're like, I want to buy new clothes or something, like my budget could be right. what I sell my old clothes for. Right. Casey, can we finish later, do you think? <laughs> yeah. Do you have to go? I have to go see my guy, my doctor. Your doctor. Okay. Yeah. We'll do more in a little while when you go you guys, when you get back from your doctor. We'll see you in a bit. I'll let you know the outcome of, of your my doctor's time, appointment. Real time. In real time. You don't have to wait till next week. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you in a bit. (laughs) 
doing your best starts with what you eat. Sakara helps you not just live a healthy, balanced lifestyle, but also enjoy it. No, that's. <laughs> I mean, listen. There's okay. There's a lot in there, but I think mm-hmm. you hit a lot of maybe too much points. information is what I'm hearing you say. I like just it. for a song. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna try, guys. You know, I'm always gonna try it. Well, sometimes if we do the ads early enough in the day, I really go for it. Um, but you know, we've talked about Sakara before. Sakara's a meal delivery service. It's plant-rich, ready-to-eat meals, functional wellness, nourishing your body, whole organic ingredients. Um, Casey, long before this podcast was a a thought of ours because we had a late night talk show instead. Um, You remember I would get Saqqara a lot. Yes, you would always have it Mm -hmm. and you would always show up with it in your little bag, ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, it's just because when you're... In a workplace, you know, sometimes you just go for the junk that they have in the pantry and that's all Correct. fun, but it's so much better and you just feel so much better when you reach into your bag and you have like a little Saqqara treat ready to go. Well, and also, you know, that job in particular, I mean, all jobs require a lot of energy, whether you're, you know, using emotional energy or actual physical energy. That talk show took both out of me. <laughs> um, and and it's true. You don't want to be sitting there like getting the 3 p.m. sugar slumps, you know, like right. where you're feeling so uh, sluggish and like you can't have any good brain space. That was like literally when our showtime was. So I needed to be up and ready to go. Right. And Sakara's whole theory is, you know, you nourish your body, you transform your life. They're delicious plant-rich meals. And Sakara is a wellness company that is anchored in food as medicine. It's on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. And it really does, like, it makes you feel different, full of energy and, like, ready to go. And... I'm just a huge fan. And it also really tastes good, which is like sometimes they leave that part off and it's a pretty important part. Well, guys, you know me. I'm not going to like, I don't, I don't mess with it if it doesn't taste good. (laughs) Yeah. It curbs your sugar cravings, which I think we could all maybe take a look at. Um, Especially right now. Right now, our sugar cravings. And I mean, it just couldn't be easier because not as it, not only is it already for you to enjoy, it's delivered right to your door. So guys, right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash busy, or you can enter code busy at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash busy to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash busy. Hey, Casey. Yes? Have you ever been on a date and it's going well and then all of a sudden they drop a huge deal breaker? I mean, I've not been on a date in a long time, but that has happened mm. to many of my single friends. Like they, I, I also have not been on a date in a very long time. However, <laughs> <laughs> this is how, it has happened to everybody I know. I mean, that's my favorite form of like hanging out with my girlfriends is hearing the ways in which they've well, been. I have a friend whose um, date, it wasn't like a huge deal breaker, but wildly asked to borrow their blender <laughs> and then never returned it. Oh my God. <laughs> 
that uh, is it is a great story a, though. It's, it's, it's a, a great good, story it's a good story but possibly <laughs> a romantic deal breaker that, yeah i would think someone stealing your blender from you is <laughs> a deal breaker but did you know that there is a dating app okay cupid and you will never be set up with someone who steals your blender probably <laughs> I hope probably will never not again because okay cupid finds people you're most compatible with right it's so, very exciting so they will hopefully be able to filter out anyone that needs a blender that you know well, sure listen yeah. also or just like what's important to you and like probably would just not have a person on there <laughs> Steal your blender. <laughs> um, the OKCupid okay app learns what's important in your life and asks you questions, you know. And then they have a one-of-a-kind algorithm. Whoa, it's the future it's and it's future. amazing. And it pairs you with people that care about what you care about, like puppies or repro rights or not stealing your blender. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, guys... Did you know that OkCupid is the only dating app in the world that lets you filter out singles that don't care about the issue you care about? Whoa. Wow. That's amazing. Wait, we do have to take a moment for this. That is wild. That's so I could be like, oh, I'm sorry. You are not pro-choice or you don't care about LGBTQIA rights or you are not you're a climate change denier no thanks buddy i don't have the fucking time that could right? have saved us so much time and trouble in our in our dating years people are so lucky now yeah i'm into <laughs> it anyway guys if you are looking for your person i think you should download the dating app okay cupid because that's kind of rad. And it's time <laughs> to find your person. What are you waiting for? It's find all, your person. It's Download. All, it's all right there for you. Download the dating app, OkCupid. Okay like right Today. now. Today. Let us know what happens. Oh, I want to know. I want to know. Maybe we'll do a dating segment. <gasps> Ooh, I'm into Ooh, it. I like it. Oh, I forgot to plug my machine. <laughs> oh my god what could have happened in the time between when you left and now did someone borrow your laptop no i moved it around oh i got you look uh, i think my after my doctor's appointment sorry i'm eating chocolate guys here's what we need you to know i Hadn't eaten. I had just finished lunch when we talked the first time. Yeah. You were just finishing and, up. But now I just finished dinner. All right. Okay. I ate some pistachios. I'm just trying to explain to people how many hours were we devote. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't recording. Oh, my God. Gold. Gold. Lost. <laughs> Oh, you're having a little glass of wine. You know you're what it is. They're not advertising this week, so I won't mention them by name. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, they will advertise again in the future, I believe. We can hope. Anyway, guys, I'm back. 
Back um, from the doctor. Went to Dr. Wang, who, again, remains wild. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I told you he was wild. I love him so much. He literally was like, um, well, first of all, remember the nodes thing? He was concerned. Yes. So he was like, well, that's the first thing I want to check is the nodes. And and remember, he was like, it's pretty uncommon that it would be because of a sinus infection. Yeah. It, it was, was because of a sinus infection. <laughs> yeah, it oh was massive. Gosh. He was like, that was a massive sinus infection, apparently. I feel like then, all, all of our nodes are fucked up, though. So, I, Well, my nodes are fine now. They're not swollen. I know, but shout out to your nodes. Like they, I think everyone's nodes have been through a lot. I think so, too. You know what I'm I think saying? we've all, more than my nodes have been through a lot. You know <laughs> what I mean? Well, um, so anyway, and then um, he looked, he put the camera up into my head. And remember how I told you the, when I saw him, he was like kind of shady about my sinus surgery. Yeah. Remember he was like, well, they didn't do a good job today. He was like, I take it back about this at the surgery. Oh, He's like, you, right. your sinuses look really great. He's oh, like, I was just responding to what I saw, but now I know that was just a massive, massive infection. So guys, you know, wasn't what? COVID. I, like, I like a man that can admit he's wrong. Oh, fuck me. So do I. It's hard to find sometimes. Do you think that you're a person that owns your shit, Casey? Um, yeah, I've gotten better at it. It's not mm -hmm. something that I used to be very good at, but I have mm -hmm. gotten better at it because people respect you more. I think when you say, oh, that was my mistake. I'm sorry. And you, you, know, know, the, you know where I started practicing at first, which might sound whatever. I don't care. It was, it was long ago that I started yeah. practicing it and it was responding to emails that I had let go, go too long. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Where I was like, you know what? In this, you got to suck it up and just admit it and yeah. say, and apologize and not make, try to make an excuse and not try to pretend like it hasn't been five months or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So that was where I first sort of got into practice of doing that. And then once you apply it there, if you're me, it's very easy to apply it other places. Yeah. So I do, I, I do think, not very, I do think though, I do think I'm a person that owns my shit. I do. I love that. In TV, like I think like when I was coming up, you know, professionally, I think in, in my first job, Maybe I had examples of people that were like, just don't draw attention to a mistake, whatever, you know, but there were some big mistakes that I made that I had to, I just had to own up to. And then I was like, in that high pressure situation, if you can own up to a mistake, I'm sure I told you the Nicolas Cage letter story. I'm sure you, you Did all you tell know it that. To the, to the podcast? podcast. I think I, mean, I, I know the story, but have you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if I haven't, listeners, let me know and I'll tell the Nicolas Cage story next week. But um, yeah, that was a huge fuck up. And I just had to own it. I had to say I fucked up, you know. Yes. Um, and then when you work in live TV, you have to admit to fucking up even more because a lot of fuck ups happen. And the quickest way to 
handle Wait. it and fix it is to say I fucked up. Help me fix it. Speaking of which, I'm sure you've watched all of the like viral Andy oh vids God. from New Year's Eve. I can't believe we haven't <gasps> talked about this. I can't believe it. I didn't. I just watched the clips because I was like, I was I just doing oh, my own thing. Sure, I didn't sure. Watch no the, one watches the fucking show. Which I maybe, don't even know how to watch <laughs> TV anymore. I, I don't, don't even, either. Yeah. I don't know, but it was kind of wild. You know what? I it made me laugh. I mean, I thought some of the shit was so funny that, like, I don't know. It was just too funny to me. Andy Cohen, Anderson Cooper on CNN. Don Lemon also had a little bit too much to drink. Andy said I was overserved, um, jokingly. And he did apologize for, for being like a little rough on, on Ryan Seacrest, making fun <laughs> of Ryan Seacrest. Oh my God. I didn't even see that part. Oh no. That's yeah. really funny. He was like, he was, because I guess, um, journey, you know, cause it's all happening. New Year's Eve in Times Square. It's all happening every network that has a show it's all within mm-hmm. feet of each other right. so i guess ryan seacrest's show is over on abc and he had journey performing and then i guess confetti mm-hmm. from journey got on andy and anderson and then <laughs> andy went on a rant about how fake journey had just performed because oh it, it's not oh. the original group so he was like fake journey just performed and uh over there with those losers from abc and like (laughs) he he got a little rough and then he apologized on his radio show saying he was sorry that he had said that because ryan seacrest is a wonderful guy and he's lovely and you know um and ryan seacrest also, I think has a pretty good sense of humor. So hopefully he'll be able to shake off a drunken comment. But this shit about de Blasio. I mean, that's what I saw. I like watched the full de Blasio. <laughs> Sayonara, sucker. <laughs> I wouldn't say. I don't oh know. I God. love it. I mean, I've only been that fucking drunk on television once. And it was our show. And it was, I mean, for real. And it was the Lizzo Yes, you and Lizzo are just like, was wasted. (laughs) I was so drunk. In case you can't remember Lizzo's song Juice, we made juice boxes for Dizzy and Lizzo. Just to be clear, they were like, it was like the big soup box containers that like soup box or like what what broth like soy milk comes in, soy yeah. milk comes in, or whatever. And yeah, so it was a big box like that, like decorated to look like a juice box, and then we put like well, I think you both thought it was cocktails, but it was like straight well, tequila. I had, we had said we oh we are into we'd like tequila and soda. But I think maybe because of the straw and the box, I don't know, they couldn't put soda in it, and it was they just, just straight tequila. straight tequila but we were just sipping on it sitting yes. there thinking it was insane it was a really funny Guys, episode also, as i mentioned earlier maybe in an ad in an ad actually <laughs> as i mentioned earlier in an ad um we filmed at like 3 p.m Right. So it wasn't even like, so I was literally like, it was time for dinner when I left and I was blackout drunk. I was so drunk on that tequila. Anyway, it was a really fun episode and a fun interview. And 
Lizzo was so great and Lizzo was amazing her and psychic with her and oh yeah it just was it was fun all around it was fun all around guys. fun time fun all around fun well anyway times. well before you went to the doctor you were asking me what my new year's resolutions oh, were yeah. and I said to read more and not doom scroll and like you know been trying to do some smoothies do some swimming Shit like that. Just like basic stuff. Also trying to remember that thing that I reposted on Instagram where that guy was just like, here's some things that will like make your life better. And I was like, said, I feel attacked because he was like, just do <laughs> like it was oh so basic. He was like, just do simple shit, like respond to emails right away. No. People no. will like you better. And then <sighs> he was like, uh, do you know um, that one thing that's like a a stupid problem that you have like your you and your husband are always fighting over the one phone charger just fix one stupid problem a week go get another phone charger like just by the way i call bullshit <laughs> i can buy a fucking phone charger a goddamn day and do you know what happens it's gone i'm it's sure gone. i'm sure no but li- casey we need to set up a sting operation in your house is I think what needs to happen. And then you oh, need to Gina's start. Oh, like the dog from Brady Bunch. <laughs> exactly. Tiger. And we'll go into Gina's dog house <laughs> in the yard and there will just be a pile of iPhone chargers. Of iPhone chargers. Yeah. You need to set Gina, up some cameras. Is that true? Figure out what's happening to your belongings, who's touching all your shit all the time. And then you need to just start invoicing people for well, the things you know, that the truth they... is we would just have videos of me <laughs> <laughs> wandering around and like moving shit from place You'd be to like, place. What? And then your mind just breaks. It's my that was my you know, that's my like horror Instagram Instagram influencer mom horror movie <laughs> that I never that I never sold. To star myself. No. I have a million great uh, movie ideas, guys. Hit me up. (laughs) Right here. (laughs) I'll just be here drinking my beep. Oh, my God. You'll hear the name next week. (laughs) Um. Um, So, anyway, what do you have a New Year's resolution? What? Yeah, remember I want to floss more? Oh, yeah, yeah. How's that going? Yeah. (laughs) You haven't done it yet? (laughs) I actually was like coming on strong with the floss before new year's okay and just fell right on off as soon as it turned the first um that's a tough one what do you think is like um is there a way that it would be easier for you like Um, is there a way you can set yourself up for flossing success i got floss i like okay that's a good start Mm. Where do it's you fare? Fl- you floss in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I if d- I lived like the my most successful year flossing <laughs> in my life. What year was I it? don't mean the dance craze, <laughs> but it was like in my twenties, and I lived in LA, and I was in my car so much, and I would floss in my car. Yeah, yeah. But this is New York, baby. Yeah, Peak so you're not- COVID vibes. I can't just be like flossing on a subway or something. Oh my gosh. Also, we, that's disgusting. It is disgusting. Even if it isn't COVID. 
It is disgusting. Yeah, you can't floss on the. You can't no. do anything on the subway. But mind your business. But um, I do keep floss in my bedside table. Mm-hmm. So that okay, like okay. if I forget to floss before I get in bed and then I'm like, oh, I have so I much shit wanna... on my bedside table. I can't. I know. I but can't add much... one more thing. How much of the stuff are you really using and, and how much did you just put there? Okay. I see. Here's what I see from here. Just okay. I'm, I'm on the other side. I see <clears throat> in no particular order. Two giant hair clips. Two clarifying, purifying sprays like sage and stuff. Uh, okay. A bandana. A toiletry kit that I believe has Advil inside of it. One, two, three, four, five giant crystals. A salt rock. I see oils of varying kinds, shapes, and sizes. Some for face, some for feet, some for anti-inflammation also have advertised at one time on this podcast but not right now and i see multiple lip balms okay you know what i'm saying can you like get rid of one lip balm and replace it with a floss okay (laughs) i just want you to get your dreams that my dream would be to be uh, 33 again, but that's not <laughs> happening. So, Well, um, listen, your gums aren't getting any younger. so No, they're fucking not like the rest of me. So my you hip gotta, hurts. I know. My back hurts. I know. My knee hurts. I was just thinking about it and I was like, what is my face doing? Like I'm getting so much older. And then I was like, duh. Isn't it so weird how we're shocked? Even Keanu Reeves looks old now, guys. Even Keanu Reeves. Even And remember when it turned for Johnny Depp? Oh, it turned hard. Yeah, it it took a hard turn. And even when we were talking, like joking about how everyone says Paul Rudd is ageless and everybody said, no, he's like a boyish looking older Mm -hmm. gentleman, but he he looks his age. Then I started to think about it and I was like, oh, my God, I'm being so fucking stupid, though. I should be so excited that I'm getting older because what is the alternative? Benjamin buttoning. No, nobody's Benjamin buttoning. Well, that's a that's Benjamin a Button did. I mean, but that was a that was um, pretend. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't really happen, and it didn't even hardly make sense in the in the movie. It definitely didn't make sense. <laughs> it was it was a great movie, but it didn't really. It's not even like a a thing. But I so like, I guess I am psyched that I'm getting older. But oof. Well, right. But again, this is like where I get so upset with myself because it's just like a fucking patriarchal brainwash structure that even makes us say that. Yeah, it's true. It sucks. It's true. And also we just treat old people like shit in this country. That is true. I mean, I know that from like the days in the nursing home. Like that was really rough. And so the idea of like, oh, I'm going to become a part of society that like isn't revered in the culture that I live in and like be shoved off like some fucking chore for my kids that like just like fight about who get has to do it. Ugh. Well, don't take it. Don't accept it. I don't accept it. When I'm don't. an old lady, I shall wear purple. <laughs> 
that's always my that's always my sign of a, a favorite gift shop when they have an when I'm an old lady I shall wear purple section anything anything anything, anything. Like guys remember and- when they had the ladies like and they had their own club uh, and they wore like boas in public because they were like look at oh me you know what the boomers have done so much for us and I know they get a lot of shit <laughs> But those fucking boomer, especially those fucking boomer moms. The Red like, Hat Society. The Red Hats, the younger boomer moms. The women who birthed us. Yes. <laughs> like, bless their hearts. They yeah. really have paid, they really did pave some fucking ways. <laughs> Not just even for real, like real talk, not just even red hats, but it's like a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, like reproductive rights and, you know, and civil rights and women's rights. Like those are all of our moms were out there like fighting for reproductive rights. And they're like, you know, God bless. Like we just have such a short memory. But and of course, exactly what you were saying, the way that we treat old people, the way that we treat a lot of people who aren't like, I guess, privileged white men. I guess we forget so easily like what everyone did to put us in the in the position that we're at least at now. Well. They set us up for something. They set us up for something. <laughs> but it's just like, listen, lo- you got to take the ball and fucking run, guys. You got to run with it. It's like you got to run. You got to do a little bit, a little bit you every can't run day, backwards and make a goal for the other team. If you do that, that's not great. It's a great episode of uh, Charlie Brown, I feel like, but not great in real life. Not great for us. Not great for not great for us. It is wild times are happening like with the Ghislaine Maxwell and like the January 6th. Why isn't committee. it Ghislaine? Ghislaine. I know, Gis- but, but everybody knows it as Ghislaine. Ghislaine. I know. Ghislaine. I, docu- I watched a documentary or like an episode of 2020 about the whole thing that I think came out a long time ago, but it probably just got pushed up to the top of my feed because of the trial happening. And no two people in the documentary, including her own friends and relatives, called her the same name. So, Well, it's insane. Because yeah. it's an insane name. It what do they call the boat that name? She was named after. That oh, there's the real question. There, that would be the or answer. The boat was named after her. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know. I just was like, I was. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that she's going to jail. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's. It's. I think it's a. I think it's important. I think, yeah, for for the victims and and now all this shit with Prince Andrew, I was trying to get into it, like between when we were recording today. Ooh, like, I don't even know what's happening because she's got to turn. Like this is this, well, this is the hope, right? But maybe she won't because, I mean, maybe she just won't. Who but knows? like, literally, who fucking knows? But that's what they're hoping for, correct? Like they're hoping that she's gonna like literally turn in like princes and bill clinton and donald trump and like right yeah that i mean i guess maybe that's what but i but then if she if she's convicted and she's going to jail then i guess it's like 
yeah, that's her last chance to sort of make a plea bargain. Is that how that works? Lawyers? Any lawyers here? Um, yeah, I don't, but I know that they, um, I was watching some legal expert talk about how Virginia Jeffrey, the, one of the victims, one of Jeffrey Epstein's Mm -hmm. victims had settled, uh, with him in 2006 and part of the, she got $500,000, which is shockingly not a lot of money not a when lot of you money. consider um, how, how much, much they were how much, worth. Yeah, how much money everyone in that world was worth. Um, and part of the, part of the agreement, I think, was that she couldn't sue anyone else. So mm-hmm. I don't, it, it, all I know is that the expert was talking about like what that meant for Prince Andrew and if that meant he was off the hook or not and they weren't convinced that he was off the hook and hmm. <sighs> interesting it's just it's incredibly fucked up but I'm glad that these women are getting some justice me too somehow and we'll we'll see what happens but it's just a lot I feel like a lot of news is popping off and like breaking right now right this second yeah just like you know um donald trump jr and ivanka were subpoenaed by the new york attorney general they are not going to comply with the subpoena so then what will happen Mm -hmm. and you know it's just it's a it's a lot of stuff It's a lot of stuff. They were being compelled to testify, and I think they're declining to testify. And so who knows? And then Don Jr.'s marrying Kimberly Guilfoyle. Apparently, they've been engaged for an entire year. Listen, easy to hide shit during COVID. I mean, Can you imagine how many babies we're going to be like, oh, my God. X, Y, and Z. Like, J-Lo had a baby with Ben Affleck. <laughs> like, you're like, what? Oh, right. That I've, other variant. I feel like I watched her we were... pretty closely. But yeah, there's, I mean, so many, so many. My kids were like, John Mulaney and Olivia Munn had their baby. And then they were like, wait, they had their baby like a month ago. And they're just announcing it now. And so we had a big talk about like how... We had a big family talk about how births are announced and how sometimes they're, you know, kept private for a little while mm-hmm. or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's not so easy when everybody's out on the street getting their photograph taken 24-7. But that's not happening right now. Right. But that hasn't happened in quite some time. It's true. It's true. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I was... It's so funny. Like, oh, there's... This is us just started airing on NBC Mm -hmm. if I have ever if I ever had watched one episode maybe I would be tuning in right now I've never seen I've watched every single episode you've seen every single one I've seen every single episode I am a huge fan of Sterling K Brown I'm a big fan of Chrissy well me too you know go to the same facialist guys you and Chrissy do wait you and Chrissy or you and Sterling Sterling (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny Chrissy went to the same high school that my dad went to in Japan well Chrissy's just my favorite for that crazy thing that happened oh my never mind (laughs) (laughs) not gonna get into it that was hilarious um yeah we're not gonna I didn't finish 
finished telling you about Dr. Oh. Wang and oh, how, sorry, how he's sorry, so crazy. Sorry. Okay, go, okay, go back to Dr. But this is why Wang. he's wild. So anyway, he put the camera out my nose and he was like, I take back what I said about the sur- It's a good surgery. You like, yeah. it, you were so sick, right? And then he was talking to me and like, my notes are good and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, good. I'll text my mom. She'll be really excited. And he goes, I saw that text your mom sent you. You you made the news for that. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was talking about the thirst the trap thing, the, whatever, <laughs> the armpit thing. And I was like, what? I made the news? He's like, yeah, well, my we, my family was watching the news. And I was like, hey, that's my new patient. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I did not realize that that was spread so far and wide. I'm sure he didn't mean the actual news. I'm sure he meant, like, whatever entertainment program was on after Access the news. I'm Hollywood. pretty sure. Entertainment Tonight. Is that still on? Yeah, right? <laughs> Aren't they? Who I just- knows? I, Should I'm, we do one? I don't know. I mean, is sure. Is this why entertainment not? tonight? Kind of. <laughs> We're talking about your armpit, aren't we? <sighs> oh my god. Well, anyway. It was really funny when he was like, that you is, were on TV. You were on my news. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Like, okay. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. True Bill. You're the one that figures it all out for me. <laughs> you don't let greedy subscriptions pocket your money. <laughs> Guys, do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Because it's a scam. Yeah. It's designed to get you. Yeah, because they know you'll forget. They know you want the free trial and you try Because I it. do. Because yeah. I did. I already did. Yes. And then you forget. And I try to be hyper organized and set an alarm in my phone to be like, remember to cancel X, Y, Z. But then when the alert comes up like a week later, I'm like, oh, not right now. I'll do it in an hour. And then I forgot again. And they get me every time. I don't even know how to set an alarm like that. So (laughs) anyway, True Bill is an app. Guys. That helps you identify and stop paying for weird subscriptions that you don't need and you don't want and you probably forgot about because you only signed up for it so that you could try that moisturizer. (laughs) Anyway, on average, people save $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. So Truebill makes it very simple. You link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. That's amazing. And this is subscriptions for everything, for like channels that you've subscribed to, streaming services, subscription, just anything that shows up on your credit card bill as a monthly charge, gym memberships. They'll. Oh my God. I found out I was still paying, like it was a small percentage. Oh no. But it was a purse, it was like a small amount, but it was, I was still paying 
a gym yeah. monthly. I just had a friend um, who's parent came to them whose elderly parent came to them and was like I need help like straightening out my finances because I'm very confused about like where all my money is going and you know it, it's overwhelming it doesn't have anything to do with being elderly because I'm confused too and uh, they signed up for Truebill and like canceled tons of sus- subscriptions that that the woman had completely forgotten about well guys do you need to know anymore no what you need to do is not fall for subscription scams, or if you are like me and you already did, start <laughs> canceling them today at truebill.com slash best. Right now. Go right now. Truebill.com slash best. It literally could save you hundreds a year. Truebill.com slash best. Uh, Casey. Yes. Just got back from my doctor, Dr. Wang. <gasps> Dr. You Wang know, from, from that you found on ZocDoc? From ZocDoc? Yes. yes. From the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. Oh my gosh. That's right. The very same one. It's so good. My son, you know, he came across country. He was on the East Coast. Now he's on the West Coast. He just decided it's a good time to get in all these doctor's appointments. He needs new doctors. And he was having the hardest time. And then I was like, just try ZocDoc. And then he was like, does ZocDoc need me to do an ad for them? Because all of the things that I was stressed out about, it took care of it in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, listen... Millions of people use ZocDoc every month, and we are but two of them. Uh, I actually literally was in Dr. Wing's office telling him about ZocDoc and that they advertise on my podcast. And he's like, ooh, this must be really good for you. It's a natural (laughs) (laughs) tie-in. And I said, Dr. Wang, I love you. Um... You guys, it just is this, you get really good, there's really good doctor. I'm not even kidding. If the doctor's good enough for me, and I am, only want the best doctors. Yeah, yeah. And it's so great because one of the frustrating things about finding a doctor is the back and forth when you have to call and the phone's busy. It's very old fashioned. Sometimes it's hard to find a doctor that's in network for the healthcare coverage. Guess how I knew that Dr. Bank took my insurance. From ZocDoc. ZocDoc. ZocDoc knows and just filters you. And then you can read honest like opinions and feedback that people who have seen that doctor before have. So you can already have sort of a, a good idea. By the way, when I was looking for sinus doctors, reading the reviews were really important because I needed to find a sinus doctor that was also a surgeon who did surgeries. And like, basically, I just needed a someone to put a camera up my nose is what I'm right. trying to say here. But that's like a very specific thing. So if people were like, this doctor took my tonsils out last year, I'm like, that's not the same kind of ENT that I need. Right, right. Yeah, so it just makes it really easy. And and I have to say, like, the reviews are very, um, sometimes reviews can be a little... I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I don't know what's going on with online reviews. But on ZocDoc, they're all really informative and well thought out. And you can tell that people had really good experiences mm-hmm. with their ZocDoc doctors. Listen, ZocDoc just makes 
healthcare easy, period. So now is the time to prioritize your health. Guys, go to ZocDoc.com slash doing her best and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. And you can book a top rated doctor. Many doctors are available today. You can be like, I need a doctor. ZocDoc. I have an appointment at 315. I love that. I love it. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash doing her best. Guys, it's a new year. Let's all make health a priority. Go to the doctor. What are you doing your best at this week? I don't know. It's kind of similar to a resolution and you already admitted that. Not the, great. The flossing <laughs> resolution. I don't know. I had a lot of thoughts, but then about New Year's and stuff and what I want for this next year. But I also want to like, you know, I, I said it out loud to myself and now I just feel like, I don't know. You don't know? I'm settling just- into this year. I'm not, I'm not like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I just want to be a little trepidatious. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's mm. smart. We put so much emphasis on like, okay, it's a new year. It's a fresh start. And like, you know, and I do it too. I think it's natural, but it really is so arbitrary. Like, yeah. it's like how we're always like starting new things on Mondays and it really is so arbitrary. And then like I had to let go of it really quickly this year because like I like my first meeting of the year, like my first professional meeting might be the only professional meeting that I have this year. Who knows? I don't know yet. And it just went really shitty and like shitty to the point where like it was hard to shake off um Mm -hmm. and and just be like wow you know and I was like it just one of those ones that really you're like what just happened and Mm -hmm. um and I talked it over you know I talked it over with the person, one of the people that was on the meeting about what their interpretation was. And Mm -hmm. I talked about it to my husband. And then I talked about it to, um, our friends, Ashley and Kristen and, and, um, they were making me laugh. And then I was like, okay, I've spent enough time talking and thinking about this, but the, I was actually kind of, I wasn't glad that it happened. I don't want to say that because it was really shitty and I don't think I deserved it. Um, but I was kind of in a way glad it happened because it made me realize like, look, I can't like take this as some kind of omen of how the rest of my year is going to go. It's just an arbitrary shitty meeting on a day that happens to be the first business day of 2022. (laughs) It doesn't mean that the rest of the year is going to be shitty and everyone's going to be shitty to you. It's just one shitty time. That like, you know, maybe that person was having a shitty day. Who knows? That made it so shitty. Do you think we should be shitty at drinking word? It just was like, you know, yeah. So it made me let go of like, oh, this is like we're pressing play on a whole new year because obviously like I can't let that be the theme 
of, and I can't let it get into my head that that's going to be the theme of my year. And that's ridiculous. A year is made up of so many terrible moments, but also so many good ones. (laughs) I had a like hard night last night. Yeah. Um, Um, I ended up like I couldn't sleep. Also, I'm like jet lagged and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> jet lagged. So stupid. Um, <laughs> it is. Jet lag is so stupid. Why it can't is. your body just know? Yeah. Why can't you just be on the right time? <laughs> you know? It's true. I, I was in on the West Coast like just long enough to get sort of acclimated. Yeah. Ugh. Enough acclimated that it's weird. Anyway, it's weird. the point being, I was having a hard night last night and I found the original great performances Into the Woods Aww. on YouTube, which my sister and my mom and I used to watch all the time. My sister and I used to watch it all the time. We had it on recorded on VHS, guys. Don't worry about it. Straight from the TV. And um, and it was one of my favorite tapes, as I used to say. Um, and when I was back in Arizona for Christmas with my family, my sister and I tried to make our children love it um, like we did. <laughs> Um, and we tried playing it and they were, hated it, um, so much. The great performances, one, not the movie with Anna Kendrick and, um, the late night show guy. Um, anyway, so last night I was having this rough, we never finished it in Arizona because the kids were like literally rolling their eyes. But we had fun while we were watching it, you know. So I put it on last night. <clears throat> and I was watching the second half of the show, which, have you ever seen it? Yeah. Was it a thing you watched when you were little? It wasn't. I mean, it was a thing I, I'm sure I probably caught on. It was PBS. on PBS. Yeah, mm-hmm. I probably caught it on PBS, but I didn't watch it like repeatedly. But I did. I, West Side Story, I wore out a tape of West Side Story. So Now, interestingly... I never saw the great performances of West Side Story. I didn't know there was one. Oh, interesting. I I mean, I'm talking about the original movie with Rita Moreno. Oh. I, I just loved Rita Moreno so much. Mm-hmm. I just wore mm-hmm. it out. But so I well, but anyway. the great performances thing. I'm taking pictures for our podcast because I feel like I need to promote it more. Um, but I really should take a video. Here, I'll take a video. Okay, and then I'll post this, and then we'll get. Um, here we hold on. I'll take a little video. <laughs> And then maybe it'll get more views because Instagram loves videos. Hi, Instagram. This is a terrible video. Well, um, anyway, so what I liked about the great performances is that it's fucking live theater. You hear the audience clapping. And so it's like you can be in New York on Broadway. And for a kid growing up in Scottsdale, Arizona... Yes. Saw the touring companies of, you know, a lot of shows. But, right. like, I never went to New York City to see right. Broadway shows. Like, whatever. But anyway. Yeah. 
So I put it on last night, and the second half has two, my two favorite songs. The first just came to mind because of what you just said, and it's Joanna Gleason. Oh, I love her. And Chip Zine is the baker, and he's, like, so fucking amazing. So anyway, my two favorite songs is her song in the second act, um, Moment in the Woods. Do you know that? It's oh, Joanna Gleason. Oh, my God. She's so fucking good. So anyway, and then she goes, you know, wake up, stop dreaming, stop printing about the way. Okay, right, right, right. There are vows, there are ties, there are needs, there are standards, there are shouldn'ts and shoulds. Why not both instead? There's the answer if you're clever. Have a child for warmth and a baker for bread and a prince for whatever. Okay, so then, okay. Must it all be less or more, either plan or grand? Is it always or? Is it never and? Blah, 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 blah. There's more. Okay. And if life were made of moments, even now and then a bad one, but if life were only moments, then you'd never know you had one. That was what I was trying to get to this whole time. Josh, you can just edit right to that line. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love that you. But if life were only moments, then you'd never know you had one. Yeah. It's true. Now and then a bad one. Let the moment go. Don't forget it for a moment, though. Just remembering that you've had an and when you're back to or makes the or mean more than it did before. So good. That's fucking so Stephen Sondheim. It's almost as if he knew what he was fucking doing. <laughs> okay. And then the other thing that I was obsessed with, and I, not going to lie, was a little stoned. <laughs> Guys, don't judge me. You just fucking stop judging me, Mom. It's all right. Um, and I recorded the entire four minutes and 48 seconds of the chip zine and his, it's like the father, like father, like son song. Yeah. Do you know what that one is? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the fucking, that's it. <laughs> to me, the entire show is that fucking four and four and a half minutes. I'm serious. Okay. And I didn't watch James Corden do it. Right. And I'm sorry I said that with such disdain in my voice. But Chip Zine is so fucking good. I can't imagine anyone else in it. I can't. I, I get that. Yeah. Sometimes when you're just somebody's burned in your mind in a certain role, you just can't. And we're and the guy allowed- that plays the old man, the mysterious old man. Yeah. Like and that we're, guy too. He's so good. We're, we're all allowed to disdain something a little bit gently sometimes. Anyway. I love Into the Woods. I love that version of it. I love that you went back and watched it and let yourself watch it, even though your kids didn't like it. Like maybe I think that's important to go back and and look at things that meant a lot to you. And Oh, some things do not hold up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but it, this seems like it definitely really does holds up for you. Oh, it's so fucking good. The princes are so good. (laughs) Guys, highly recommend. Oh, and you know what? I hope I can tell this story. Oh, well, I guess I'll hear about it if I don't. (laughs) Tina Faye had seen my post about it, like my Instagram story, and was like, I was at that taping with my best friend. Oh, my god! We, like, ran down to the theater and, like, got tickets at the last second. She was, like, a teenager. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. That's mm-hmm. like when um, when 
they show the Beatles and little Phil Collins is in the audience. When I they, don't know that. Have you ever seen that? No. Seen that film? I think no, they, but what, what was that documentary that was like a fake documentary, but Sharon Stone was in it saying that she was like four years old at the concert? Oh my God. I like don't Martin even... Scorsese made it and it came out maybe during COVID or maybe right before. About the Beatles? No, not the Beatles. The only fake rockumentary well, that I know obviously. is Spinal Tap with no, the no, genius no, no. Michael McKeon. Right. Michael McKeon's my favorite part of Spinal Tap. So I, I know there's um, other people. But um, this just came out? A fake document? I don't... Not I don't just. Even. No, no, no. I mean, it's probably been like five years now. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how Remember how been. time used to matter? Well, hardly. I, I hardly remember. It was like, it's like real, it's like real footage and a fake documentary. Okay. Hold on. Uh, ha, 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 ha. A guide to all the fake stuff that Martin Scorsese put in his new Bob Dylan documentary, Rolling Thunder Review, What is True and What is Fake. I don't believe everything you see in Martin Scorsese's Bob Dylan documentary blurs the line of fiction, much like the music legend himself. I literally so, ha have, this is like one of those things, like that TV show that totally, 2019, I was right, 2019. Completely escaped my notice. Okay. So there was a big billboard by my old house in LA. So yeah. That's why I like, that's why it was on my radar. It was from Netflix. It was like a Netflix documentary. Okay. Lawrence Scorsese made this documentary with a bunch of footage, but he, you know, adds to Dylan's myth by blending a substantive amount, <laughs> according to this article, of performances, fiction and behind the scenes moments that both defend and further mystify Dylan's genius. But like they're made up. It's just made up shit. Like Sharon Stone is like being interviewed. Like she's in the documentary and is talking about how she was like four years old. Like she has like, or something like she's like a kid and goes to see Dylan. It's a totally not true made up fucking thing. Anyway, we watched, I feel like it's pretty long and we watched part of it and I was super into it and I was really like, oh my God, this is nuts. And then Mark was like, yeah, you know, like half of this shit is fake, right? And I was like, what? No. And then I was so mad that I had been tricked that I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want to finish because, it. Because I, like I mean, it. you know, not to, but you have been tricked by documentary, like a real documentary before. Wait, what? You got tricked before by the Tiger Woods dad documentary when you thought it was about the Night oh. Stalker. Wow. So like, but I that wasn't I, his fault. That wasn't no, his fault. But I'm and this predated, this predated Tiger Woods. I can't imagine a documentary trying to trick you, how annoyed you would be. One time I was watching a TV show and I was so into it. I thought it was like a crime show, but then it turned out it was like a supernatural monster show and I was livid. But I was like three episodes in before I figured out that all the crimes were being done by Wait, monsters. Is that like, is that like when I finally watched Game of Thrones and I was like no one told me this is a fucking dragon show this is 
sci-fi. You guys are watching a fucking sci-fi show. There are like zombies. There are zombies. Why are there zombies? There's zombies and dragons and they live together. Okay. How fucking good can it be? Oh and everybody my God. was like, what is wrong with you, Busy? You need to calm down. Anyway. This is bringing me so full circle. I'm going to see if I can try to like sew this up in in like this whole story that this is making me think of. Okay. So when we were talking about owning your shit and like mm-hmm. admitting to mistakes and working in live TV, how there's a lot of shit to own. I loved working with Andy Cohen because, and I think he would be agree with this. He has a little bit of ADD, ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that's like. <laughs> and <laughs> I was very accustomed at that point to owning my shit. So whenever I messed something up, when the show was over, I would say, sorry about such and such a thing. That was my bad. And every time he would be like, what are you talking about? And I'd be like, there was a thing and there was a wrong word in the prompter, like the math was wrong Mm -hmm. or a wrong fact. And he would be like, I already forgot about it. You could have just skated. You could have just gone home and not said a word because I had already forgotten about it. Mm -hmm. And it was every time, whatever. Cut to, at one point, I worked on the pilot for The Talking Dead, the after show for The Walking Dead. Great. Mm-hmm. Because it was by the same company. Sure. And I knew Chris Hardwick at the time. And it was kind of based on the same format as Watch What Happens Live. Mm-hmm. So um, it was, in fact, the same format, just transferred to, instead of Housewives, it was zombies. And right. so Andy teased me about it all the time, like you would. And he was like, how's your friend's mummy show going? <laughs> like, he would, <laughs> And I'd be like, it's a zombie show and it's a smash hit and, you know, whatever, whatever. But then he eventually got bored with that joke and stopped asking me how my friend's mummy show was going. And, um, you know, and this is like, I, and I know people have feelings about Chris Hardwick. This was all before that. But um, at some point, years later, Chris Hardwick came on Watch What Happens Live and Andy was just like, didn't mention a thing. But then um, they did a promo together, like a live hit for the upcoming show. And that ended. And then before Chris stepped off set to go back to his dressing room, he said, you know, Andy, I just want to thank you because I know that this same company sort of took the format of your show and made it into the format for my show, The Talking Dead. And so, you know, without you and without this show, there would be no Talking Dead. And so I just wanted to take a second to acknowledge that and to thank you. And Andy was like, oh, that's so nice. Chris, thank you. That's really sweet. And then Chris was like, and of course, thanks to Casey, because she produced it. But at that point, Andy had forgotten that I did. And so he just looks at me and goes, she did? (laughs) And Oh, my God. He was like, afterwards, he was like, how did I not know that you produced that Talking Dead pilot? And I was like, well, I mean, the whole company did. A lot of people worked on it. But I was like, don't you remember saying, how's your friend's mummy show going? Like, And he was like, I have no memory of that. I have no memory. Oh, 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 my God. (laughs) Anyway, it was just really weird and like but (laughs) if you're ever gonna fuck something up or do something 
like whatever, do it in front of Andy Cohen because he he forgives because he forgets, which is like that's great. That was an ideal situation. I mean, that is really funny. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> it was so funny to me. And I was like, how do you not have any memory of like we talked about it so many times. He just didn't. He just didn't remember. He just. It just went out of his mind. He just like got bored I of that, that joke. And sometimes I'm like that too. <laughs> no, busy. Are you? No. no. Listen. I mean, just the other day on New Year's Day, Matt and I went to Long Beach to like step into the ocean for the first of the year. That's you know. A thing I guess people do but I was swearing up and down that he and I had just been there together and I like I had the whole scenario I was like we were here we went here we looked at this we saw that we did this and then like come to find out it was like with the kids like a couple months ago and Matt wasn't there at all and I had a whole story in my mind so some people for completely forget things. Other people completely invent things. And I'm on team invention. I'm on both. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Oh, my um, gosh. So this is long story long. You don't really you don't really have anything you feel like you're doing your best at this week. TBD. Hold on. I'm thinking. What are you doing your best at? I'm really trying to plow my way through these nine grapefruits. <laughs> like our neighbor Esther has a beautiful grapefruit tree and it grew, you know, it grows like over our fence. Don't get, and so don't get a fucking cold sore again. You're gonna think I know. Of COVID. We're entitled it's too much to citrus. The, we're entitled to the nine grapefruits that are hanging over into our yard. And so far I've only gotten through like three. Then I had the cold sore and I had to take a break from Listen, grapefruits. I, the best thing you can do is make ice cubes, put them in the fucking freezer. It's true. Forget about them. When you need grapefruit, a Paloma in the summer, there you go. You got your we'll fresh. We'll have it. We'll have it. Winter grapefruit. I have a real problem getting through fruit. Well, like freezing I don't, them is the is the best move because then they're peak freshness. <laughs> you got to juice those fuckers and make little ice cubes. I'm just that's what I, you do. I mean, it feels it feels like as you say about an orchid, it feels like a job. Like I have nine free grapefruits. Not a gift. An orchid is not a gift. Yeah, it's an orchid is a job. <laughs> And, and I, I already like, have way too many fucking organisms in this home <laughs> under my roof that are demanding I keep them alive. You don't need to mother an orchid. No fucking way. <laughs> uh-uh. But anyway. that's me. I'm just trying to get through grapefruits. Get through that I'm gonna, like, If I can get through a couple more, maybe. Then... I'm trying to just chip away one annoying thing a minute. How's that going? Great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Mm -hmm. yes. Are they are they annoying things? You can say what they are, or are they just private? I just have so many fucking private annoyances in this moment in my life that I don't even know where to begin. I hear you. So you have to do like. But a you know who's not one? Who? Gina Linetti. She's a sweet girl. She's over there just passed out. 
She's been just, so good today. Like oh, while she's we're so good, you know why? Because she just got back from upstate camp, so she's exhausted. Oh, she's exhausted. She's I had to give her a bath exhausted. last night, and she's so cute in the bathtub. She's so good at getting bathed. Because I took her to dre- Jess Rona when she was a baby. Yeah, and Jess just like guys. I do want to say this again. If you're gonna get your dog groomed, yeah, make sure it's a fucking great place. Because it makes all the difference between your dog being terrified <laughs> and being like, oh, okay, I know what this is. I'm going to get clean. You know I'm just going to stand here. You know what happened to my aunt's dog? Oh, Jesus Christ. At, at, at a groomer. No. Like, oh, no. What? And No, my, don't tell me. It jumped off the table with like the groomer halter, uh, like the <gasps> collar. And choked and died and died. Yeah. Don't talk about it. And the uh-uh. worst thing is that my aunt was getting the dog groomed so that she could bring the dog to um, her husband's funeral. Oh, no, Casey. She had a Why double. Are we ending on this note? <laughs> she had a double death. Oh, God, that is literally terrible. It was. I'm. Oh, I hate this. Story. It was terrible. terrible story. Well, I'm just trying to reinforce your point about make sure it's a good dog. Groomer. Don't make a choice. Don't make a choice based on money when it comes to that. No. Gro- also, Jess Rona has amazing YouTube tutorial videos on how to groom your own puppy. So maybe yeah, you just also- maybe just trust yourself. I think it's like also like a restaurant. Like make sure you can see the grooming happening out in the open. Percent and that there's no that s- secret so true back grooming um, room because did you ever read that national um pet I don't chain? Know. You, this, now we're just getting it. We're getting no. into <laughs> too many. You're just you're my, on a tear. I don't know what's happening. I don't, we are I not ending on this, this note. It's not funny, but the a national pet store chain. Uh does grooming in their facilities and they tried to give someone back their dog and they had like super glued its ear back on. No! No, they had not. (laughs) No. Casey, also like I tried to super glue my finger and honestly, first of all, oh my God, first of all, I needed a stitch. You needed, because you were bleeding. Height of coves. Yeah, you didn't talk about that. Listen, I cut the shit out of my fucking thumb on Christmas <laughs> making salad like the character that I play on Girls 5 Eva. They literally make the a salad. plot point from season one. <laughs> I did myself at my parents' house. My job is to make the salad. Every year, I make a fucking beautiful salad. This year... I cut the shit out of my thumb and I needed a stitch. It was so deep. It kept bleeding profusely. I was like, I had you like didn't get the tourniqueted it yeah. with band-aids. Right. And then I was like setting the, like my sister and I were setting the table and Leanne's like, ew, these plates are dirty. And I was like, ugh, mom's house. And then I looked down and it was the blood coming through three band-aids on my thumb. <laughs> plates. And I was like, oops, sorry. My mom's like, that's right, Elizabeth. My dishes are clean. I was like, no, mom, I know your dishes are clean. I was just being an asshole. I didn't know it was my bloody thumb. Anyway, you, you it need was to go so, to that national pet chain to get it your was thumb so glued, right? deep. And so then I was like, do, I definitely need a stitch. Should I just glue it back together? Because I read like people do that, right? Yeah. So then 
people kind of, I asked the question maybe on my Instagram stories and then people were texting me and some people were like, yes, my father used to super glue the calluses from his, I was like, oh geez, this is a, this is a lot. This is deep. So then the next day was still bleeding and I went to Walgreens but this is Christmas Day now because that was Christmas yeah. Eve that I cut my thumb. So we went to Walgreens and they didn't have um, actual medical glue. They only had super, super glue. <laughs> like a super yeah. glue. And um, and then they had like no scar or something. Yeah. That I can't remember what it was. And then Band-Aids. And so I got all of the things that they had. Okay. And I was texting with our friend Simran. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> like, you know a lot about medical stuff because Simran worked on like a medical show. I mean, as a did. writer. You guys. did as well. So, yeah. Well, so did I. Yes. But I mean, yeah. like the writers have to do so much research and they're <laughs> always like reading weird medical things. Yeah. And so I just figured she would know. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, probably don't use just the straight up super glue. Like, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I did. And <laughs> it didn't work really. And it kind of peeled out of my finger the next day. And now I got to be honest with you. It does not. This just doesn't look great. Oh, no. I might lose part of my thought. I Guys, I'm not not convinced that oh, we're out of the woods no. yet. You could have done I mean, look stitch. at my skin. Wait, can you yeah. see it? Yeah, it looks a little infected. Yeah, it's that's... not though. I don't think it's infected. I just don't know what the fuck is happening. It's definitely got the feel <laughs> of like a very, very intense callus. Okay. So that's probably like, okay, scientists correct me if I'm wrong. The glue kind of becomes like part of your skin. Like it kind uh-huh. of, so it, it sounds like the glue is maybe like still fused to your skin in some parts and didn't in peel off yet. Uh-huh. It, but it's just not co- it's not shutting the wound. It looks like a little mouth. Just draw two eyes over it. Oh, it definitely looks like a fucking little creepy mouth. <laughs> it's probably gonna just, start talking to me tonight. <laughs> draw a couple eyes on it. Give it a what little are you doing your smoky best eye. Oh, I just like tucking the little mouth on my thumb. <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. We're good. Anyway, um, that oh my gosh was fun for me. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're surviving so far. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. If you if your thumb starts talking to you, mm-hmm. tell it to text me because I want to just talk to it. Okay. And then I'll try to help you. Do not use my thumbs for texting, but okay. It's just so weird. I don't like it. Yeah. it's That's the worst feeling. I'd rather be in pain than have something weird or uncomfortable, to be honest. Well, that's like I always say, you know, I birthed two gigantor children out yeah. of my vagina with no pain drugs yeah. of any kind. Yeah. Both times. I don't want a medal. I'm not asking for a medal. I'm not saying I'm better than women that have to have C-sections. Everybody calm the fuck down. <laughs> what I am saying is that I would take that any day over... A minor cold. Over I'm not hangnail. Kidding. Over the a, hangnail. A puffy over hangnail. this cut on my thumb. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I just like the mild thing that's just like... A rock in your shoe. Yes. 
Yeah. No, or something like just poking you repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I get that. I get that. Well, All right, I, guys. Hope, I hope your thumb doesn't talk to you. I hope it doesn't um, fall off. Yeah, I hope it doesn't fall off. Do you think, what do you think would happen to your career if your thumb fell off? I think I'd get a fake fucking thumb and it'd be fine. Do you think that? I do. I actually really do. Do you think people, do you think you'd lose out on roles because no. of having No, one? because I don't, I don't put myself up for any roles at this point. <laughs> so when if you it, were a thumb? Uh, yeah, so if like, if somebody was, if I was doing anything, it was because like, Someone asked me and I was like, yes, yeah. I really want to do that. And then, yeah. you know, or and also like, I barely, I don't even really type yeah. properly. So I could still write. Yeah. And also, yeah, I just feel like it, I would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't pose with my thumb in my mouth a lot. Yeah. You know? It'd just be, it'd be interesting. You don't think about like how your thumb is small, but it's important but like what would how would it change your life if it wasn't there anymore? Yeah. I mean I think I'd be okay. Okay. Well, I feel I know better. I would be okay. I feel better. I hope your thumb stays on, <laughs> but if it does fall off, it's going to be fine. Casey, we'll just go we'll just go from there. Casey. It's gonna... <laughs> Should I post the 4 minutes and 48 second video of Into the Woods from YouTube last? <laughs> Yeah, I post it on my Instagram. All right, guys, yeah. I'm going to post it and then um, you'll understand later why. Yeah. And see how you'll see. see how I'm just going to wait. I'm going to post it with no nothing, no, no comment. And we'll just wait to see who made it to hour 47 of this podcast. <laughs> guys, it's time for me to go to bed. I love you so much. We'd love Happy you very much. King New Year. Yeah. I hope all of your dreams come true in 2020. Two. But at the very least. 2022. I did not just say 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I did not just fucking say just 2020. Went back in Casey? time. It's fine. Did I just time jump? It. You just time jumped or maybe like your, your thumb. Am you I know. back? You're, <laughs> you're we? we're 2022 you're right this now. This is 2022. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Mm, and thank you for being, uh, thank you for coming with us into 2022 and being our friends and. Uh, 2022. <laughs> oh, God. It's because it sounds fake. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> it sounds insane and fake. Listen. Don't take a fucking shitty meeting or a fight that you had with someone that you love in the first few days of this year as a sign of things to come for the rest. Because it's not. Take it as like Alanis Morissette. That's right. Her name is Alanis now. Like Alanis Morissette famously. It's like rain on your wedding day. <laughs> Or free Which ride. is supposed to be good luck. When you not already bad. Paid. I know that's the problem with that song. Like that's not sh ironic. She should have done her research a little better before. But we love but it. That's, it's just not ironic. It's a good song. It's a banger. It's but like she rain <laughs> on your wedding day. 
she did need to do a little more research into what was irony versus just like inconvenient. Well, you know, it, it is actually Canadian irony. Oh, maybe it's Canadian. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It could be Canadian irony. Who knows? It's Who Canadian knows? irony. You know, <laughs> they don't have the same senses of humor that we have. <laughs> okay. You guys, and on that note, <laughs> we love you. All we I'm love saying is that Alanis whatever has Morissette. happened in these first five days of this year. Yeah. Fuck it. It's just it's five days. Only uphill from here. <laughs> five days. And it's all. It's only uphill it's from only been, here. It's, it's, it's all uphill from here. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. I love you guys. <laughs> Good night, Busy. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, no.